Hi, my name is Kayla. My name is Marissa. And this week we read Digital Media and Learning as an Emerging Field by Guy. The main point of this article was how literacy evolved from technology and how our basic definition of literacy no longer fits. And Guy defines that the main focus of traditional literacy by using printed sources such as reading and writing. He then begins to talk about the new literacy studies. Uh, Marissa, how does Guy say this? that um, new literacy studies is different from traditional literacy. Well, you mentioned that new literacy studies show literacy as being sociocultural as opposed to cognitive. He really emphasizes the impact of past experiences and being a part of specific cultural groups. Would you agree with this definition? Yeah, I definitely think, I definitely agree with his definition. I think that past experiences have a lot of influence over how we interpret literacy, especially when he talks about are we all in the same place with digital media and literacy, even though we are all coming from different roots and have different backgrounds? He also states how video games really helped shape his abilities to solve problems, where video games were not something that I particularly grew up playing, but this just shows how everybody has different ways of learning the same skills. So traditional literacy should not be completely ruled out in education as different tools and resources have different purposes. For example, when learning philosophy, printed resources may be the better option to use as opposed to uh, something over the media. What did you think when he talks about how literature can be interpreted in different ways? I found that very interesting. For example, he discussed how the Bible might be read for theology purposes or literature or religion or even self-help. There's a quote that he put in the reading that states, to a particular person, the meaning of an object, event, or sentence is what the person can do with the object, event, or sentence. Summing off of this quote, how do you think that you would interpret the Bible? I mean, I would probably interpret the Bible for the purpose of literature or history, just due to my social and cultural background as in not being, you know, very religious. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Uh, situated cognition surrounds the idea of an individual's past experiences. Seeing or experiencing the same thing over and over again can affect one's learning. Yeah, like Guy's example of a typical bedroom experience. Most people picture uh, typical bedrooms without refrigerators. So when he mentioned adding one, I think our brains switched experiences and the thought, and we thought more of like a dorm or a hotel room. He made a good point about new experiences triggering different ideas. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree. I found it interesting about when he mentioned how someone might think of a poverty level hotel room, but personally for me, if he was describing a typical bedroom and then added like a small refrigerator, I would think about a dorm room because when I was living in the dorm, it had all of those sort of bedroom elements plus the different ones. Yeah, same. He ends his article with the discussion on new literacy studies, which is different from new literacy study. Um, his focus on this part was on the physical resources when learning information. Former consumers can now produce their own media, which he calls these pro-ams, who are basically just amateurs that can become experts by using technology like social media or videos. I really enjoyed reading about the case studies for this week. Mandrew's Trusting Your Senses and Why Facts No Longer Matter case studies had a lot of great examples about how a person's perception of an event can differ from another based on that person's values and thoughts. This can be related to events in history or with political news. I was really intrigued when he mentioned a man named Jay Han and how he viewed the tragic event of 9-11. 
He's one of the conspirators that believes our government played a role in the event. He claims that when watching a specific footage, he notices a missile on the bottom of one of the planes. He believes that the South Tower fell due to the, me- the missile being dropped from the plane. However, he is only looking at one person's filming of this event. His theory is based on a single footage that supports his ideas. Right, Mandrew could not see what Jaihan was seeing. So upon doing his own research, he found footage that Jaihan might not have been viewing and goes a bit against his theory. This could be an example of selective perception, which Mandrew discusses. People believe what they want to be true. I definitely agree with that, especially dealing with politics and political news coverage. For example, many Trump supporters are more interested in Fox News and their discussion on the political events that are going on in the government. While maybe someone who is more democratic might stay away from the sources that are only discussing Trump in a positive way. This falls into the other case study by Manjo of how you want to see the news that pleases you and interact with people who share the same viewpoint. He discusses this as competing versions of reality. What did you think of his idea? I completely agree, and I feel like we all experience this in everyday social media. It's interesting how facts, even though they are facts, can be interpreted in a variety of ways. News may get passed around even if it's untrue because people will try and convince others to believe the same thing that they believe. This is very relatable through the real or fake news quiz that we just took in this class. It was interesting to see how many we actually got wrong thinking that an image or video was real when in reality it may have been altered by tools such as Photoshop. The image that I found most interesting in the quiz was the African-American nurses that helped the KKK member. Uh, This image turned out to be fake. After we both thought the image was real, we researched the image and found it to be part of an advertising campaign, which featured pictures of people acting nobly in the face of adverse or tough circumstances. So, in closing, I found this week's reading uh, sources to be particularly interesting and relatable. I agree. Especially after taking the quiz and reading the case studies, you realize how tough it can be to decipher between what what may be fake news or what is the truth. Definitely. After reading about the NLS theory and situated cognition, we realize as educators it is especially important to guide our students and how their past experiences may affect how they learn and interpret certain materials in the classroom. It's vital to understand each student's background so that we can find a way to relate each topic in a way that is beneficial to each specific student. I agree. It is definitely important to explain how social media can affect us and how not everything you read or see may be true. The only thing we can do to protect us from this information is to do deeper research and evaluate all of our sources. For example, many students believe that Wikipedia to be a, Wikipedia is a reliable source, and although sometimes it may be useful, it is important to double-check the facts against other credible sources because really anybody can add comments to Wikipedia. I totally agree. So thank you guys for listening, and we would love to hear feedback or personal examples from your experiences.